Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Atiyallah, atiya rasulu ulul amri minkum. And always a reminder for myself and abdukul aji sada'ifu, miskinu, zalimu, jahal, but for the grace of Allah that we are still in existence. Alhamdulillah that Allah granted for us this blessed opening to enter into Muharram and start 12 months of pilgrimage to Allah's Divinely Light and grant the lights of forgiveness and tawbah and the lights of faith to be dressed as an opening of Ashura, the ocean of maghfirah and forgiveness. And alhamdulillah we arrive to the holy birth of Mawlana Shah Naqshaban, Uwaisi al-Bukhari, Allah sanctify his holy secret. And alhamdulillah we discussed the last few nights about the immensity of Mawlana Shah Naqshaban's realities and teachings from the huruf and from knowledges and that the reality that emanates within the heart of the servant and all of the teachings its basis is based on making a soul connection, not something that can be studied by the brain and, and read it like it's a philosophy but to experience the immensity of Naqshbandiyat al-Aliyah is a immense secret of taste which requires the wave reality of a person in which they bury their physicality, lower the hold of the physicality to bring out the reality of their spirituality. And only through their light reality, their wave reality they can comprehend and begin to achieve Mawlana Shah Naqshaban's teachings and, and the immensity of the, the oceans of knowledges that are flowing. And we described before that it attracts the people of the heart and soul, those whom are trying to operate through their heart and through their soul and the real intellect, the real aql and which resides in the core of the soul and emanates from the love and the ishq of the heart. So all of these are like beads. We left Karbala as an example of how a people can practice and do such horrific things. As Salaamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh, this is Shaykh Nurjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream, every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. ...to their own people and it shows that if the foundation of faith is not based on the heart, not based on love, not based on good character, well you see the extent in which people can become dangerous and the extent of their faith. 
that they can think that they are worshipping and yet harm the holy family and violently harm and, and destroy the holy family of Sayyidina Muhammad and that's an act of absolutely no faith. And the worst of, of demons and, and evilness to do such an act. So it's all based, this is what the opening of Muharram and the significance of the spiritual path is that we ask Ya Rabbi grant us a forgiveness, Laylanta Subhanika in kuntum min that glory be to you and I am an oppressor to myself for if I don't recognize that oppression myself will partner with shaitan and build for me an arrogance and that arrogance will come against Sayyidina Muhammad and all that Prophet stands for. And only through the door of humility and good character can we possibly achieve these realities that Allah wants for us. That's why the events and how this month shows all that reality. That we left the horrific reality of pride and bad character and that the true path, they say 72 groups will go astray and, and one group is right. Not by name who the group or this my group, no group. The 72 groups that clearly operate from only their head have no observance of love and muhabbat. They have to teach love, they have to teach compassion, they have to teach good character and this has nothing to do with wildness and breaking Islamic law. It's adherence to Allah's laws that makes the person to have good character and stay within the boundaries of self-discipline. As a result of these good characters the only one true path is the one that has ishq, love, muhabbat and self-sacrifice and that's the path of Imam Hussain shows for us. There's no philosophy, it's you have to do exactly like that that you have to live a life of good character, a life of coming against oneself and facing one's fate. And that's the immensity of Muharram that comes to show that this is a path towards a pilgrimage but this is the path of my life. My life is to exemplify Allah wanted, what Prophet wanted, what His holy companions wanted and the best example of what his holy family, that by family they didn't have a status in which they don't have to do religious practices. But the holy family of Sayyidina Muhammad lays the foundation, no we have to do more, that we have to be held to a higher standard and we have to show by example. We don't march behind, we march in forward, we march in front. And that's the, the, the concept is that people have to see that you're an example, an exemplar of faith and that you're doing the practices and that you're trying to st struggle with yourself. So Muharram opens with that example and then the khuluq and character are set forth in these examples. As a result of this self-sacrifice and effacing we arrive to the birth of Mawlana Shah Naqshaban whom is Hassani wa Husseini and the example of the family again that if you want to reach these realities and the secrets of Qur'an emanating from the soul and the heart of Prophet 
then reflect inward, who knows himself and goes into the reality of the self to achieve the reality of who, an emanating power that resonates within the heart of their being. So I have to go through all my garbage, all my dunya, all my physical characteristics, all that this world has given me as a name and what they wanted from me and what I was supposed to achieve of this material world. I have to go through all of that digging because I have to go inside, it's not outside. And I have to understand what is this that the nafs and what is governing and blocking from my myself and my path of self-realization so that I can reach to the reality of that who. And that's when we describe who is, a, is an essence of power. But for us the huruf is teaching us the he is for hidayat and guidance. So you write the, the he and it's for guidance. And the wow that I'm trying to reach it has to do with wadood and love. So means that in the inner core of that power Allah's letters is, are teaching us that the guidance has to be love. The guidance has to be a, a true Divinely guide and the, the foundation of that guidance has to be love, not aqal and the mind and the, the false intellect in which people think it resides within the mind but the intellect that awliyaullah know that resides within the heart. The uloom and knowledges that are flowing from a loving heart, a loving fountain, not the knowledge that flowing from a memorized head. So there are people who have photographic memory. When they speak it's not from their heart, they were not trained, it's not something coming from the heart, it's something that they have an ability to memorize and talk, memorize and talk, memorize and talk. And this is not the path of head and just you read it and you speak it, this is the path of experience. You read it and heard it from your shaykh, you lived it, you were tested and brought up and down by it. As a, resa as a result you are it, you are the path. You're not speaking about the path, you're not only looking at the path but you are walking and a walking example of the path. So then that guidance of hidayat and wadud. So they seek out the reality of real guidance that its foundation is love. Not passion of the physical world but a Divine love. If we got that, that saves us from that bad character of Yazid that we just left on those 10 days. That was the example of intercession. So means that this is the month in which to understand I have to seek in my heart my inner guide that's based on discipline, good character and a Divine love. Not my love, a Divine love. My love uh, could be a free willy and just all over the place and that like hippie movement that's not this love. This is the love for Allah and respect for what Allah asked of me and out of my love it's my inner core that wants to fulfill that love. 
and my love for Sayyidina Muhammad not to let him down, that he's looking at me at all times and I'm not to make a fool and not to make a, a foolishness of myself with that ishq and that love and reverence to conduct myself and to do the best that I possibly can to achieve that reality. That's the searching for the inner who to unlock that reality, that which governs it. So nafsuhu, what is this, 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 this being that is trying to govern me so that I can reach to the reality of that inner guidance of love. And if I reach to the inner guidance, we said before your inner compass will attract an outer reality. When we begin to work on the inner core, inner reality, begin to cleanse, these are my character defects, I have to work on them, I have to do my zikr to bring down my anger, I have to bring my zikr to bring down jealousy, to bring bad characteristics, to bring back bad talking and snapping back at people. All of those have to be brought down because that which is within me is going to attract something outside of me because this is called magnetism. We talked about this in the struggle against inner demons. People say, I don't know why Shaykh, I'm always something negative is coming towards me. And this was the realities of magnetism. Yes, when your inner demon is strong, he calls all the other demons around. And that, that inner demon is attracting all sorts of external demons. And many bad things become and move towards these people. So it's the inner fight that's important. When I begin to cleanse and fight the inner demon so that to beat him and stop calling upon these outer demons. So like movies and analogies for people to understand that inner shaitan He's yelling so much and attracting all the shaitans, come here, come here, come here and all of a sudden you're having always difficulty coming to you. That's why Prophet said, how much you want to fight outside? Are you going to take your stick and now go in and try to beat the 10 demons that are coming towards you then become 20 demons, 30 demons? Why you don't go after the one that's inside you making all the problems? If you should beat him good, he can't scream that much to call for other shaitans. So the inner fight, the inner demon, the one you keep hitting and with fasting when he's too aggressive you fast, when he's too bad mouth you fast. You make the salawats, restrict the food. And they, all, they say even native Indians had expressions, every culture all the left is a guidance. They say you have two wolves. And your life is depending upon which wolf are you going to feed. If you feed the bad one, he's going to eat you. <laughs> if you feed the good one, he will defend you. So it means every culture has that understanding. I have a, a reality, if I feed my inner reality goodness it becomes very strong. If I feed my inner demon, ooh, he becomes very strong and obliterates me. So he requires a certain dirtiness and dirty food 
and things that are not preyed upon, things that are not what Allah has advised us. If I give him those, he becomes very strong, very fiery, I'm unable to tame his reality. And then everything else and Prophet described for us that this, this inner demon moves through the blood, what you eat, what you drink, what you breathe, how you breathe, all of those going to affect that being. Either you beat him down, restrict him, restrict his ability to have the food that he wants so you drink lots of water and everything you drink you make du'a upon it from Inna Sharif al-Nabi sallallahu alaihi wa ashabi kiram wa lam shaykhina fi tariqatina shpandiyyatul aliyan that the du'a is on the app. Everything you eat and drink is to glorify Allah that Prophet his Ahlul Bayt and holy companions and that my shaykhs they put all their tajalli upon what I'm about to eat and drink. Why? So one to bless me and two to destroy the inner demon that's trying to take something from it and make himself to be stronger. So then the whole fight is on the inner reality to tame the inner fire, to tame the inner bad character, what we eat, what we drink and then our practices mean keeping our washing, keeping our wudu so that the water outside of us is cleansing us. The water outside of us is washing away all of these bad characteristics. Don't let bad energy come and attach itself to you because it begins to send energy to the inner demon. And that's the like, inner demon is screaming out for help like a tag team wrestling and when you don't make wudu all the negative energy comes onto your feet, your arms, your back, your head. So what? To give energy to the inner shaitan. So the outer wudu is to wash all of that, to continuously to wash these fires off of the physical body. Then the prayers and everything Allah has asked of us, then the muraqabah, the salawats and the zikr is the inner wudu. How do you make an inside wudu, a wudu within the blood and the heart with dhikrullahi tatma'ina quloob. So I did my physical washing and every day when I do my awrad and my daily etiquette, don't leave the etiquette, don't leave not doing zikr in a day because then you left the day without wudu. Because the inner… if the inner demon is not uh, affected by you putting water on your face, that's the outer demons that are trying to attach themselves or negative energies attaching themselves to people. But the inner energy, the inner one that we're trying to hit is affected by zikr. Dhikr Allah, zikr salawats, all the breathing, all the energy practices, that's the inner wudu. As soon as we begin to focus and focus on the heart, begin our zikrs, begin our awrad, seventy times astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Your focus when you're doing your, your, your daily etiquette is the heart. That energy emanates like a fire within the chest and begins to radiate out. So that that inner demon and inner negative energies begin to burn. And that's why the awrad is so difficult to do. People say, oh I, I don't know what to do with it, so I don't want to do it, I fall asleep. And then the inner shaitan is telling you and reminding you, don't do that, don't, don't, don't do it now, don't, don't, don't do it now. 
until it's 11.30 you're about to go to sleep, oh it's so late and then if you soon to do it then now do it now, do it now. So as soon as 11.30 they do it they fall asleep if two seconds into it and go to bed. But that's not the way, they do the awrad at the beginning of the day so that you have finished that and that your whole day is blessed, your rizq is blessed, your sustenance is blessed, your protection is blessed. And everything that Mawlana Shaykh gave for us from the awrad that we have to do, the, the recitations during the fajr, they're all to have a blessed day and everything to bring the rizq and sustenance for the servant The shaitan is trying to make it to go farther and farther away to make that to come and to dress the servant and bless the servant. So alhamdulillah these are all these realities in which to reach to the inner who the inner guidance of love, when we can reach to that it begins to emanate and draw us closer to the outer who which are the guides. Means then our heart begins to emanate and draw closer to the guide. Hence the muraqaba becomes stronger, the connection with the shaykh becomes stronger, the sense of support and loyalty and commitment is stronger because the inner who of the person is opening. So it's like a magnet putting out a signal that is only attracted to another who. That's the importance, this is like the realities of magnetism. If my demonic reality is strong, of course I'm not going to have a connection with the shaykh, I'm not going to have a connection with any shaykh because the inner is such a negative charge it actually is not attracted to anything positive. So no, I'm not going this is not for me. And that's why it's an inner fight, inner struggle when we're cleaning it, struggling, struggling, doing the zikr, doing the practices and following what they're giving as guidance, I do it, I do it until I begin to crack through all of this crustacean until a glimpse of this reality of my inner who begins to shine. Then I feel, I feel attraction in my chest to the reality of the shaykh to the love and ishq of Sayyidina Muhammad to all these awliyaullah because the inner who is guiding towards them, is, is, has a Divine love for them. That's what Prophet is teaching for us, you be with whom you love and that your inner who, nafsa who, you're beginning to clean it. When that who is, is being clean. It's like radiating through these clouds, just the simple rays of that reality begin to attach itself to the shaykh and begin to move the person closer to the reality and the emanation that emanating from the heart of the shaykhs, that heart and reflection all the way up the shaykhs, all the way to the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad As soon as they begin to clean that reality, purify that reality. Then it becomes Rabbahu. So they're going through the nafs to reach to the who until Prophet is teaching for them, then the Rabbahu will begin to emanate. Right? So when the, the student is polishing, polishing, polishing the lights and their connection and their practices, they say, Shaykh, I'm not feeling anything. Well, because there's a lot of maybe crustacean and rust. You have to clean through that, struggle through that, 
means the fastest ways is to give charity, to be of service, to do a khidmah, to, to do your meditation. All of these are rust removers. As a result it completely begins to purify that mirror. If that mirror becomes clean the who of your inner reality is reflecting and then becomes then the reflection of the shaykh was is the rabbahu. That those whom are governed by the reality of who, if they catch that reflection from that heart, that student becomes now moving towards the attraction of the shaykh. Then their inner core is moving and has that attraction of the shaykh, they're under the nazar of the shaykh and their shaykhs and shaykhs and shaykhs and all under the flag and banner of Sayyidina Muhammad because this level is to train. As they're training then they're developing and bringing that reality to the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad so that the student is refined, trained, disciplined and purified. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzat amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa bi siras Surat al-Fatiha.